we will definitely sell more things directly from the car and also additional services that you can buy around the car you could say via the my bmw app that we just have launched that is in a completely new platform that allows us for the future to really create a one-to-one relationship with the, the bmw driver Hello and welcome to the 25 Days of Transformation series, where we talk to industry experts and global brands about the highs and lows of digital transformation. We'll learn from real-world business examples, get first-hand industry insights from the digital experts, and we'll take a deep dive into what trends to look out for in the coming months. I'm Tizzy Philp, Strategic Content Lead here at Valtech, and I'm here to guide you through these conversations and to uncover the latest and greatest in digital. Over the course of this series, we've talked to a number of global brands about the organizational changes that they must undertake to achieve true digital and business transformation. Few brands are better known than automotive giant BMW. With equal parts innovation and heritage, they are a brand that transcend generations pushing the agenda for new business models, innovative driving experiences, and e-mobility solutions. So who better to discuss the impact of business transformation than a brand of this size and scope? Perhaps there is reassurance in the notion that if they can achieve it, so can others. I'm joined by Christian Porsavi, Digital Manager at BMW Group Northern Europe, to discuss BMW's transformation plans and the importance of getting the right team in place. So Christian, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Dizzy. It would be great if we could start by you bringing us up to speed on where BMW is with transforming the organization. And I know that's a huge subject. So how about we focus in on the customer experience first? I know we've been working with you for 20 years or so now. So evidently, this isn't a quick process, but more of a gradual evolution of your business over time. But what have been the changes you've seen from a customer experience perspective? The biggest changes is that going then from a very product-oriented and product-focused company that produce very, very complex products that now also have become much, much more connected. They were connected also earlier, but then you had more of a service like if you have a problem with the car, it communicated to, to the dealer or etc. that something needed to be repaired or a service or if, it, if you were in an accident that the car called 911 or to the emergency number. Now, of course, you have more and more connectivity to your, to your smartphone. So I think that is, of course, a, a big change that previously you, the focus was all on the product, creating the, the great customer experience in the car, the great driving experience, because that's you know, the core of, of the brand. So, so now it's much more focused on, on software and other things. And, and as everyone knows, the customer journey has uh, changed immensely with the smartphones and the general digitalization in in society and the changing customer behavior. Yeah, and creating a much more connected experience across multiple touch points, of course. Yes, and previously you you focused much more on your competitors and trying to being ahead of them. 
in, in the car industry. Now, of course, there are more and more from other industries that is setting the benchmarks for what, what good connectivity is and, and also what is good online services and a good or great customer journey. And being a premium brand with premium products, the demands are very, very high on us and to always be, be premium in everything we do. I mentioned in the introduction there that we've been working with you for over two decades now. So this has been a long-term transformation for BMW. What are the key things that you would want to highlight when you think of your transformation journey, do you think? What we have been focusing on a lot is harmonization mm-hmm. and centralization due to that every market has been selling, you could say, the cars and the products themselves in a way, in their own way. Of course, there's been central systems, etc., cetera, uh, supporting all this, but they have not been connected at all. And especially since we don't have direct sales, we sell via retailers. So in a, in a digital world, of course, more and more of the customer comes directly to us instead of the retailers in our channels. So we need to keep in mind also that we need to have a close relationship uh, together with all, all the, the retailers or, or the, the dealers. The big change here is that the customers are now coming more and more to us uh, instead of going into the dealerships. So we have much, much more touch points where they gather information about us. And we can't measure all these things because we are not selling the cars. We are not selling the products. We are selling them to the retailers. And even though you now can also buy uh, services or you can also buy hardware upgrades, in your BMWs, that's something that is not totally connected with all other systems and services. So, so we still have a lot of islands. And so, so mm-hmm. the big change or the big thing we'll be focusing on is getting rid of all these islands or silos and connecting data dots and, and, uh, and touch points. And, and in our region that Valtech has helped us a lot with is to, to harmonize and, and reduce the amount of platforms and system. And also equally important is also to create a, a, a digital organization that is super flexible, where we can scale up and scale down competences depending on what, hap- what is happening because it goes really, really fast. And, and as you know, the automotive industry and uh, as many others, COVID and other things have had a huge impact on, on us. Yeah. This is a great segue into wanting to talk about the, the wider digital transformation uh, impact from an organizational level. So mm. you mentioned there are the things that you're trying to achieve. Clearly, when you try and implement any change of this scale, it impacts the organization in a huge way. And I wondered if you could give some insight into how BMW as an organization has facilitated that change and coped with that change. If we talk about the the Northern Europe part, where we are also very internet savvy, uh, I think you say, and we are very used to good online services. We quite early then realized that we need to develop more and more things ourselves and be in the forefront because 
other parts of Europe or, or the world has not come, come so far. As we are set up, we have been a rollout organization, sales and marketing organization. Our task is to sell marketing and market and, and uh, roll out cars. And then, of course, then support uh, the dealers in the region. And then it has been also very much set up very efficiently, solving all these different tasks, but that has been very much in, in silos. And when you're creating a, uh, a great customer experience, you need to have an organization that spans over a lot of different business units that also reports directly to, to the headquarters in Germany, which means also that it's been very hard to sometimes to get the focus on the digitalization topics or, or the customer experience. This is something then, especially due to, to this crisis, that has now become, come very high up on the agenda, the digitalization and also the, and the customer experience. So we are pushing now a lot globally on all markets. And we have now, I would say, for the first time, a very clear strategy for the coming four years, what we should do on every market, more or less. So a lot of things has happened this year. In reality, though, it's very difficult to break down silos, isn't it? And I wonder if you could tell us about how you've gone about it. How have you seen successes? We are setting up a very, very clear target. We need to harmonize and centralize in Northern Europe because we don't have the competence in each markets. We don't have the resources either to do all these things that we need to do. So then we need to centralize. So we also can gather the competence in one place. And then also we have started to act more as a competence hub as well for the rest of the mm -hmm. organization. But then also see to that we have the resources so that we can develop own things that we also then can support all the central rollouts, the launches of all new cars and services etc and then then by doing that also showing that then by numbers setting the you know the right kpis and targets and see that this works and also you can see that if then also we work together with different companies and and then doing these pilot and then communicating them into organization you see that this way of centralization with kind of local touch it works so we have started basically by then starting small, scaling up, showing the numbers, starting a new way of reporting all the way to top management. So they also see the connection between sales and uh, traffic numbers, leads and conversions, but also then to explain the, you know, the complexity in, in what, we, what we are doing. Because also primarily we are a marketing department and in that area, it has been huge changes during the last five years and more and more automatic and programmatic and is also then connected to all the service development, etc. that um, not everyone are aware of because you talk, have a tendency to talk very much about what you do in your own channels. But you have the big traffic volumes in, in both media and in other channels where you have many, many important touch points as well for the customer journey. Let's talk some more about those marketing challenges. And also I want to touch on, you mentioned earlier about this fine balance 
of the relationship between you and the dealerships you know as you go mm. directly to consumers now you give them more options mm. to come directly to you how do you balance and manage that relationship with your dealership without alienating them it has been depending a little bit on market we have had a very very close cooperation and we have developed a lot of things together even though that we are you know, we, we have all the competition laws, etc. We can't share certain things with, with each other. But when it comes to, to then the online services, everyone has basically been aware that the landscape is changing. We need to do something differently. That has been, a, it would say, a very smooth ride. But with other markets, then the dealers are not so cooperative mm-hmm. when it comes to digital development because they have also investment or invested a lot in, in their premises. And, and of course, that is then a fine balance. But w- what is important for, for BMW is that it is that the dealerships, we close the deal and s- sell the car. Then, of course, we should create a smooth and integrated customer journey as possible all the way to the final purchase. And, and then for us, they are always included. Of course, we have tested also the direct sales etc but we we know that with a good and strong cooperation with dealers then we can create really great customer experiences because we as as mentioned we have very very complex products and also a key usp or unique selling point for us is of course the possibility to configure the car as you want it mm-hmm. and, and we are not selling standardized products in that way and, and and that is very hard and complex if you if you don't have the support of, of salesperson that are that really know the product. So so what we need to do is support that with the great digital features. That's a really good place for us to expand on this idea of moving from selling products to selling services. And in many ways, BMW are leading in this new age of mobility, if we can call it that. Can you tell us some more about what you see on the horizon for you as a business when it comes to the shift from products to services? Yes, we we will definitely sell more things directly from the car and also then additional services that you can buy around the car, you could say, via the My BMW app that we just have launched that is in a completely new platform that allows us for the future to really create a one-to-one relationship with the the BMW driver. So I think that is the biggest thing when it comes to direct sales from our part. But then also now when we launch now the iX uh, next year, it's a technological leap because that car will have, you know, 5G connection. It will have the third level autonomous driving. That's hands off if it's allowed by law to do that. So it, it's really something completely new. And that will, you know, with the 5G access, of it will open up a completely new world. So you're becoming a software company, really? I think, uh, yes, more and more. And of course, we have had a lot of software in our cars previously. And we have a lot of corporations, both with gaming companies, developing computer games, and also global software companies. And also looking at new features that we now are rolling out next year etc we will also utilize more and more of 
you could say, gaming engines, etc., to, to also visualize our cars much better in a, in a digital world. Amazing. Yeah. So it, uh, and of course, then at the dealerships, uh, more and more, you can also sit there in, in, in VR and also, you know, select colors, trims, all details, and then see how it will look like almost as in real life. That's going to be transformative, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And of course, if you then, for instance, in the car can also then select if you go on a holiday trip to Europe and then you can add on, for instance, extra horsepower if you when you go mm-hmm. to, to Europe mm-hmm. or you can also have this maybe more of self-driving features in the future that we'd like to use and you can activate them or buy them by subscription, etc. That's pretty cool when you can affect the hardware in the car. That is going to be a huge change and so exciting. I wondered if we could then, we have only limited time. Mm. I'm sure the basis of this podcast is all about learnings, helping people, other people in, in different companies to learn from digital transformation challenges, to understand the opportunities available to them. If you mm. could leave us with maybe one or two of your biggest learnings from the last few years, what would they be? I think you need to have a very clear roadmap. It doesn't need to be a strategy because I think strategy is a very, very broad word. Mm-hmm. And that roadmap we then should also be actionable. And, and with that, I say, you know, adding all the, these features, like we should have one analytics tool. That's an easy one. Or we should have one tool for leads gathering. I think you don't need to be clearer than that. But when you're going to harmonize for many different countries and business area in a you would say non-digital company, you need to be very clear. And then also then set targets on those activities, then follow up after a couple of years on this roadmap. And then in connection to that, you also need to have a very flexible organization with different competences because you will need different competences during the or as time pass by because we have basically every six months a lot of new things come up or you you need to do changes or it comes regulations a lot of these things and then you need to adopt to those as well so I think that trying to be very flexible, but have a couple of really, really clear goals or a, a clear roadmap. I think that has been the success for us. And then also we have very, very few people that's directly employed by BMW. So we have built up this virtual organization of consultants and partners. So basically they do all the, the, the hard work more or less <laughs> for us so, so and having a really really good and close cooperation with people also sitting together also from the partners and and not have them separated or you see that you more or less that you send a purchase order and then you get an get an invoice i think you really need to work close together on on daily basis and we also we use agile working methods in a Kanban approach with Trello, that all tasks are added, etc. So everyone knows what's going on and when things are going to be delivered as well. I'm going to ask one final, more personal question yeah. to you, Christian, as someone who works in this industry. Do you think there's a danger that with 
autonomous vehicles, driverless cars, the future of mobility as it's being described at the moment. Do you think there's a danger that we'll lose the joy of driving, the emotional connection we have to it? I would say not at all, because I really enjoy driving a car. Okay, now talking mm-hmm. for myself, but also when you talk with people, most people, they really like or love to drive sometimes. They don't like to sit in queues, but because you have this feeling of freedom, you can go wherever you like, where you like, more or less. And that is, I think, for many, they they value that very, very high. That we can also see, of course, that's also why they choose our product. Sometimes, you know, it's quite, they cost quite a lot, especially in, in some of our Nordic markets where we have very, very high taxes on car, but they still buy it and, and value it very high and mm-hmm. use it a lot as well. So, so it is really important in, in our society and, and way of living. So, so I think if you then can combine, as you do with a plug-in hybrid, if you have these kind of shorter trips, then you use electricity, or when you have then the autonomous driving, you use that primarily you know, when it's really boring to drive, and then you let the car drive, or even if you you know driving a long trip then the car can drive all the way if you like and you you can lie down sleeping in the car or doing whatever you like we will provide the flexibility to do both christian thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today great to talk to you great conversation as i've said with so many of these podcasts i'm sure we could keep this conversation going for a lot longer but great insights great advice and Looking forward to speaking to you soon. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the 25 Days of Transformation series from Valtech Cafe. If you enjoyed this podcast, then why not subscribe and keep up to date with all of the episodes in this series and a whole host of insights from the Valtech Cafe back catalogue. And if you'd like more information about what we do or to get in touch, why not visit us at valtech.com to find out the details. Until next time, thanks for listening.